Hello everyone, welcome back to Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. I'm so glad to be here with you guys. Um, I have so much I want to talk about. I'll save it, um, but I, I, I will be honest, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a rant today. Uh, there's been a lot that I have been thinking about, that I've been seeing, that I've been hearing, and um, I do believe that the things that I have been a little bit conflicted about, I've discovered that others have been feeling the same. And so we are going to have a conversation about new age to Jesus. Yeah, that's going to be our discussion. Um, I hope you have an open mind and hear me out. And um, yeah, we got a lot of talk, lot to talk about. So I am going to um, save that. But before we get started, I want to give an amazing thank you um, to a few people. Um, I believe that I had on a previous episode, I named um, our latest Patreons, um, but we have some more people um, to give a shout out to that became part of our tribe. Um, Melinda, uh, Janina, I believe is how you say her name, and Princess. Thank you for joining. Um, we have a lot of lots going on over there. Excuse me, I need to get my speech together. Um, lots going on over at Black Goddess Healing Tribe. Um, I have shared a few things with you uh, last time, but I do want to uh, give you an idea of some of the posts and activities that we have going on on the tribe's Patreon page. Um, last week, I did some videos on how to do self-divination. If you're having questions, uh, perhaps you're like, maybe I should get a reading, wanting a reading. I talk a little bit about how to connect with yourself, how to use certain tools such as a pendant to get some answers and clarity and do a divination reading, if you will, if you want to call it that, on yourself. We also talked a little bit about how to do self-reiki. I did a little video on that as well. Um, Reiki is, is kind of using very simplistically, I'm going to say, using your energy and uh, tapping into your chakras and doing some healing work that way. Because we do talk a lot about manifestation, but please don't forget the healing piece. Um, that should come first. You know, uh, you should even try to work on manifesting healing. And, and how you do that is really through some hands-on activities. I also did a video on how to make a dress your soy candle with beautiful flowers and herbs. Um, you get it melted down and add some beautiful things in there, even crystals, um, to bring in good energy, whatever it is that you're trying to work on. Also how to make, I put a post on how to make salt and sugar jars, whether you're trying to do protection work or bringing in abundance and love and all those different things. So um, those are just some examples of the posts that I have. And let me just take a look to see if there's anything else that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, just an opportunity also to do a question and answer. So, you know, I did that post in self-divination because someone uh, posted a question on 
what do you suggest for, you know, guidance, for clarity? How can I gain clarity? And so what you put on that page as a tribe member, um, I will then address um, in my answer. Someone also asked about books and I'll be posting some things um, about different books on our Patreon page as well. So I do encourage you to come on over. We're going into week three of our camp as well. That's part of it. Um, And so during the first week, uh, we talked about using um, the moon and moon phases, making oils and doing um, some work and, you know, healing and um, utilizing water and utilizing oils and scripting um, and petitioning and how you petition, um, you know, for the things that you're trying to bring in. And so we talked about that during um, our first week. Our second week was the Reiki. And then we have our third week coming up and that is to be determined. Okay. Um, So uh, this is the week of the new moon. So we will be doing some things in regards to our new moon um, cycle. So come on over if you haven't joined us. Um, Again, I will put the link in um, the show notes. But, um, you know, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And it's Black Goddess Healing Tribe. And so that is our page. I hope you come again and join us. I do have some other thank yous. I've noticed uh, some reviews that have been posted for um, this podcast, and I am just so humbled. Thank you so much. Um, Shalia Shanann um, to Makiba15, and I hope you're, I'm saying your your um, name. I don't know if it's your, your tag name. Um, Ot Ot, I believe is how you would say it. Ot not sure. Um, Sugar Diva, Tangela, Zaki, and Butterfly Girl 88. Thank you guys for your wonderful feedback. It's really helpful um, just to know that you are receiving this information. That is what you've been looking for. Um, I put this podcast together because when I started my journey, or being aware of it. Obviously, we were on our journey way before we even are aware of it. I put it together with that person in mind, with just wanting a a lot of things to be uh, answered, a lot of questions to be answered, um, needing some direction, and just a sense of community. And that's the reason why I started this podcast, as well as our Patreon tribe, um, just to give to people that may be in that same position as myself. And we know when we bring about a collective energy that we're unshakable, okay? And that collective force and raising our vibration is the best way to heal and the best way to manifest. So with that, I want to say thank you again to you all. And please do um, post your reviews and subscribe and share and like. I know on Apple Podcasts, someone was telling me they had, they wanted to post a review and was having trouble. And I think... um, the key is going outside of your personal library and just search for uh, the actual podcast uh, through a general search and that way you can do a review and I do read them as you see so again thank you and let's get to our topic of the day okay so I will give my disclaimer. Please bear with me because I try my best to give you all, you know, quality 
information, research information, um, and I'm going to do that, but today it is going to be coupled with a bit of a rant, okay? So bear with me. If you do a search, whether it is YouTube or Instagram on New Age to Jesus or hashtag New Age to Jesus, you will find um, a lot of people, influencers, popular folks, or even just random individuals posting how their finding of Jesus Christ saved them from the demonic New Age practices. <sighs> okay. So, um, this is something that I noticed as a trend. I started sharing with people that, um, have you noticed this? Or, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the, these posts and something is not sitting well with me. I've always been one to support and allow people to be on their own personal path. Their journey is their journey. But when I started seeing a lot of these posts, I started questioning, what is this about? And is this something I need to look into? Like is something just, I don't know, it wasn't sitting well. And so when I noticed um, an individual, I will not say their name. I, I just, I'm not going to put any power behind that even, you know, past what I'm already giving. Um, but when I noticed this influencer um, come out with a statement similar to that, um, I was really surprised. I was shocked because it seemed to be um, something that came about pretty quickly and also seemed to discount a lot of the teachings um, that she had given to followers. And it did not seem to be, in my opinion, accountable or apologetic for doing so and having um, thousands and thousands of people listen to your teachings to then say, um, I'm no longer doing that and it's demonic. So, you know, I, I wanted to talk to you all about that today. I have shared with you in the past that, you know, I have my personal choices and beliefs, but I've all also have said that there's beauty in everything, right? So when there is judgment towards other people's belief, I am unclear on how that is, um, how do I say this? I'm unclear on how that's supporting the objective of you choosing that religious path. Is it not, whether you call it Christianity, whether you call it um, Judaism, um, Islam, um, following Yah, Yahweh, that's a trend um, a lot of people are talking about now. I won't say a trend, but it's a, a topic of conversation. I won't call someone's practice as a trend. Um, but I, so I, you know, with that, I believe that those teachings are supposed to teach. I mean, if I'm correct, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I thought it's supposed to be loving and kind for everyone, anyone. Um, come as yourself, right? Um, thou shall not judge. Thou shall not judge. Um, but maybe I'm wrong because I saw another post by an individual and he was quoting and saying in the Bible, it tells you you're supposed to judge people. You're supposed to judge these quote unquote new agers. And 
um, someone saying that they have this personal relationship with God, uh, you need to be leery of. And someone saying that the, you know, people that are new agers, they don't say God, they say that God is in everything and God is, is, and God is not a man or a woman, but God is just everything and all. And someone that's a new ager may say, um, I'm sending you love, you know, sending love your way versus I'm praying for you. Or they may say, I'm part of a collective energy. My question is, and we'll get into the new age piece in just a second, because that's a whole nother rant. But my question is, why is that demonic? What's wrong with that? Should you not have a personal relationship with God, with your creator, if you believe in one? Is that a problem? I'm confused. Are you not supposed to feel like you're part of a collective, like that we're all here together, we're in this together? Is that wrong? I'm confused. Am I supposed to not believe in karmic energy? Am I supposed to believe that I can do whatever I can say whatever, I can make bad choices, and nothing is going to come my way as a result because an external God has already done the work for me, that my sins are already forgiven. Is that okay? So I'm good. I can just do that, and then I can pray for forgiveness, and I can go to a service on Sunday or speak to a priest and confess, and then everything will be wiped clean each and every time. The, the problem with that is just because I may not believe that does not give someone the right to then judge my choice to say what I do comes with repercussions what I, how I act, how I treat other people does come with repercussions, whether you um, ask for forgiveness or not. Know (laughs) that you're accountable for that energy that you have now put out into the universe. You're accountable for that, right? What you put out comes back. People say, oh, the law of attraction led me down the wrong path to demonic practices. How? If you believe that if you do something that wrongs another individual on this earth, that it'll come back to you, how does that lead you to evil? I'm not sure. Yes, I do believe in a duality. I believe that there is light and there is dark. I sure do. And I believe that that is even, I won't even get into that. That's probably too far for today in terms of how our creator carries that energy. I won't get into that conversation. Um, But we have to believe that there is this light and darkness. We have a shadow side to ourselves. And so I believe that people are, that are shifting and hopping around between, oh, I used to do this with crystals and now I, you know, it's all about the Bible, that they're still seeking and searching for something. And they're running away from their shadow side, to be frank, the side that you want to suppress, the side that you don't want. Um, And not to talk about Black is King again, but there's that song in there, that line, and I forget the exact line where, um, she was saying that, and it wasn't um, Beyonce, it was the other artist who said something to the effect of, I was here and I did the work and saved us when you couldn't, right? That is that shadow side, that when you you can't do it, the shadow part of you has it in you. That doesn't mean that you're turning to the devil, quote unquote, 
because that's another conversation as well, right? So the way, um, you know, I look at spirituality um, and, you know, this different, the difference between spirituality um, and religion is that for some religion is a path to get closer and more on um, an alignment with their spirituality. For some, that works. Some people may say that the African traditions, the Yoruba, Ifa African traditions are a religion, right? Um, anything that, you know, is, that has some structure, organization to it, um, that has a belief system in general, right? Some may say that the spiritual practice could be a religion, depending on how you package it. But the difference for me is, is that there has to be a connection between you and your, your spirit team, between you and the creator. There can't be this disconnect, right? You have to know that you're part of that. You have to know that that energy is within you, that as, as above, so below, that that is part of you. And the, the thought that you are not part of God, that I just couldn't believe it when I heard this individual um, that posted, you know, how do you determine someone that is a new ager versus that believes in Christ as a Christian? I couldn't believe it when he was talking about, you know, new agers believing that God is within them, they're part of God as if it was, it was something negative. Why? Why wouldn't you believe that? Why wouldn't you want to believe that? That everything is external to you, that you have to worship something external to you. Why wouldn't you believe that the possibility that, you know, the wind, the water, the fire, the land all have an energy around it, whether you call that energy a deity, whether you call that energy of source, um, Oya or Ashun, whether you have even a name or not, why wouldn't you believe that that source that brings about life and continues to allow life to be has a connection to God and that you too should be connected to that? I'm just, I don't know. I'm baffled. Um, on the other individual's post, people were asking, oh no, how, you know, how do I now get rid of my tarot cards? How do I get rid of, rid of my statues, my deities? Do I break them or do I do like you did and break them? I, you know, I don't understand that. I do believe, uh, you know, I will say this and I told you this was going to be a rant. Okay. So I'm ranting. Um, some she had mentioned about um, not all people um, that are of African descent practice these African traditional religions. Okay, you're right. Yeah, okay, that that's true. But we, most of us that are, you know, in America, in the Americas, or in the Caribbean, most of us came from the west coast of Africa and looking at the history of the west coast of Africa you know that they were practicing something other than Christianity before the colonizers came okay 
what they were practicing. Some could actually argue that there were some practices that looked like perhaps an earlier form of Christianity that predated Jesus. Some people believe that as well. So some will say that Christianity started in Africa. We could have another debate over that. You know, that could be another day, another podcast um, episode. Um, but regardless, regardless of if we if we call the Christianity or not, we gave it a name or not, what do you think your people, your ancestors were doing before they got to the land that your closest ancestors lived? What do you think they were doing? And if they weren't worshiping, Jesus or Yah or Yeshua, if they weren't worshiping that, do you believe that all those ancestors then went to hell? Is that the case? If you are not following a specific religion, are all the other religious practices, people following those religions going to hell? Is that the teaching? I am not sure how that is loving, how that is kind, how that comes from a place of prosperity and abundance. It sounds like it comes from a place of fear and of want and need. And I guess I'm judging as well by saying that. I I probably am, so I have to be careful with that. But I, you know, when you hear these people say that new age to Jesus, um, it's a lot in that phrase that's triggering. So now let's talk about new age. I just gave you a brief synopsis or, you know, statement about our ancestors. And I'm talking about, hopefully, you know, those that are listening, I'm speaking to you that are of African descent. And I could also say um, our ancestors that are of indigenous Native American descent for for me and also the other indigenous people of the land, such as Puerto Rico, of the islands, right? They they all have indigenous people, if you aren't aware, um, before any European settlers came. And so when you think about what, um, you know, that piece of it, that the practices that they were doing, that's really what I talk about on this podcast, what you may hear other people uh, refer to, that's not new, okay? It's nothing new about this. For people that follow the comedic teachings, that was, you know, the ancient um, historical times of what we call Egypt. How is that new? So, you know, the people that maybe maybe they were, let's say, Christians, or maybe they didn't have any religious practices. They didn't grow up in church. They they were looking and seeking something, and they found this New Age movement, right? And so they call themselves New Agers. And they may be listening now, right? That's fine. But I just want you to know, and I don't even know. I have to look back and think back. Have I called myself a New Ager? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. But in any case, this is part of your ancestry. This is ancient teachings and practices. It's nothing new about it. So those that are saying, oh, the New Age movement had me trapped and I was practicing demonic, you know, with demonic energies and they were attacking me and, well, maybe you were dabbling in something you had no business dabbling in. Maybe it had nothing to do with 
the the new age practices um, themselves, but perhaps it had something to do with something that, you know, really is within you. Because I would like to talk to people that had, you know, that switched over their practices to see, has your vibration changed? Has your attitude changed? Um, are you still bringing that same thing with you to now uh, celebrate and venerate this new deity? What are you bringing along with that? Because listen, spiritual attacks can be real. And that is not a fearful thing that I'm trying to give you all. But yeah, there could be energy and forces that are working against you and not for your good. And that can happen whether you're in a church, whether you're in a temple or not. Okay. Where's the accountability? And and frankly, let me say this. Even for what I'm telling you, if I teach you how to do some, you know, how you could make your own oil or what you can do to a candle, you shouldn't do anything without feeling a connection to that, without researching that on your own. Don't sit here and just listen to people and say, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. First off, do you feel a connection with them? Because I will say that other person that, you know, came out and said that they're no longer doing this work, um, I felt a disconnect for a long time. I, you know, when I first started looking up people, she was one of the first people I had found. Um, but then I was like, um, oh, you know, I'm not quite feeling everything she's saying. And then she's doing these readings and I, I didn't have a connection to it. And I do work off of people's energy and something was off. And maybe what was off was her needing to heal. There was a lot of healing she talked about um, that I don't know if she was presenting it in that way, but that she still needs to heal from that. I feel that that's not, I'm not being judgmental, but that's just what I feel. And I could, that's my perception and, and intuition could be off. I don't know. That's just what I felt. Um, and so I do believe that you bring those things with you, um, despite the practice that you're trying to be involved in. There was an article that was written by Awesomely Lovey. Lovey is L-U-V-V-I-E, if you haven't heard of her. And she identifies as a Christian. And she wrote an article about the judge, um, people being judgmental in that religion. And it was well written. Okay, so I encourage you all to look that article up. If you go to my Patreon page, you'll find a link there as well and on my Instagram. Uh, and on that note, let me just say I did update my Instagram page um, to Black Goddess um, Healing Manifestation. So do a search if you have enjoyed me over there. Um, Dr. G, PhD. Okay, Dr. G, PhD, and you will find me on Instagram. Um, but she wrote a wonderful piece on this. And I love the, the fact that she is saying, look, I identify as a Christian and I don't agree with some of the judgment that I've been witnessing. And that's not to say that it's just Christians. I'm just using it as an example. And she said what she said in that article, and I'll let you read it for yourself. So I, I did want to, on that piece, uh, you know, I'm going to stop my rant, okay, um, before I stop my rant, <laughs> I did want to say that um, there are certain practices that you really need to research and you really need to know if it's part of your lineage and your ancestry and um, you really shouldn't be doing anything that you don't have knowledge of. This is not a game. Even the Bible says, and not to be the Bible thumper, okay, but 
and we'll use it periodically for for what's there that actually can serve us. You know, there are some there's some gems in there. Faith without works is dead. If you are not willing to put in the work, do not bother. If you're just hopping in and out and let me try this, and oh, I heard you can do a spell. I heard you can do magic. Don't try it. <laughs> okay. Don't just look at a video on someone doing these things all willy-nilly and then go on and try to do some magic like you're in the movies or no, that's not no, that's not it. Okay. Um I talk a lot about uh, meditating, connecting to your higher self, really connecting to your ancestors. Do that first. Really do that piece of it before you're trying to hop into something that is mystical. <laughs> it, it doesn't look that way. And I, I don't mean to be condescending, but I'm just reflecting on some of the things that I've seen and heard um, that to me, I guess because I am a very um, analytical, have a very analytical mind and I connect to science um, and nature, things that just kind of make sense to me, it's hard for me to understand some of the things that I've been witnessing. And then seeing people that were doing some of these things and then to say it's demonic and it wasn't working and not having accountability for the energy that they were bringing with them. Okay, because, yeah, if I operate it at a low vibration, guess what I'm going to be bringing into my space, including people and things and that energy itself is going to be low vibrational. So, yeah, you may want to call that evil or demonic. All right. On that note, let's shift a little bit. We're still kind of we're on this path, but let's shift a little bit to how do you connect the, dot, the dots then from spirituality to things that may kind of make sense. Let's de- de- kind of demystify this somewhat, okay? Um, and also aligning this with, for those that may be struggling with, um, maybe you are still practicing a Christian religion or, or maybe you're just leaving that or maybe you're trying to make sense of it for your loved ones to understand what you believe in and what you're doing. And so I did want to go into that a little bit to give you some highlights on that and to pull out some information for you um, in regards to that. So let's start. So think about the use of water and oil, right? So I will use water on my altar with my candles, you know, for my ancestors. And um, sometimes I'll use water to, you know, cool my head, um, you know, to tap on my higher, my ori um, on the top of my head to really connect to my higher self. And I grew up as a Baptist, but I also went to Catholic school which that's a whole nother piece of it where a lot of the Christian practices we see nowadays came from the Catholic belief. And I heard someone say that all Christian religions and modern day um, practices in the form that they're in are really Catholic and look nothing like the original form of Christianity that some may still be practicing in, let's say, Ethiopia. Okay, so I digress. Um, so, you know, tapping and use tapping into your higher self and using water in that way, it really reminds me of the use of holy water, right? Whether it's in um, 
putting the sign of the cross on someone's forehead or blessing someone with holy order, water, excuse me, holy water, <laughs> um, or doing some, you know, releasing them of demonic uh, energy, right? So the scenes from like poltergeist and all of that and the, the priests um, doing their, what is that called? The word just escaped my head. You know what I'm talking about, right? When they're um, getting rid of, you know, someone that may be possessed, getting rid of that energy. It'll come to me as soon as I'm done the podcast, I'm sure. Um, so anyway, that is a direct connection to what you may see in a church and what we may do in terms of our spirituality. But what came first? You know what I would say, but I'm going to leave it at that. Um, and so the connection to water is a connection to life, to life. It is the life force the life force, okay? Um, if you're not familiar with, uh, look up Ashe Ire, Ashe, A-S-E, Ire, I-R-E. Um, that is uh, a website. She, Ia uh, Founier, uh, I may be saying her name wrong, I'm sorry, has a wonderful web page as well as Facebook page and YouTube page with live videos that you may want to see. Really good work. Anyway, she talked about uh, recently about water um, and the connection to water and our life source energy. And so, yeah, using water on your altar, using it on your head, what is wrong with that? Nothing. There's nothing demonic about that, okay? Making your own oils and infusing them with herbs. Maybe you're going to use it for food. Um, maybe you're going to use it for healing on your skin because there's remedies for that. Um, maybe you're going to use it to bless yourself, to bring in good energy. Um, all those things. What is wrong with that? Nothing. And in fact, you can find that in the Bible, right? How they're using oils to anoint. You can use your oils to anoint um, jewelry and medallions and things that you're going to wear for protection, right? Just like people will wear their medallions and things that are anointed around their necks. And so, and what's the connection with that? That is the law of vibration, of energy. There's all their laws, um, universal laws that we can talk about and you know the law of correspondence the law uh, law of action law of one divine oneness the law of vibration in fact maybe i'll do an episode on that the law of rhythm so there's various universal laws uh, that are connected to the just the physics of life that um, would make sense of why people may believe that when you use certain substances such as oil, that you may have um, a connection to that energy and that vibration of that substance. Uh, when you talk about the moon, right, and the use of the moon, there is a science around that in itself. And um, the light that the moon projects. There's a science around the energy of that and how it affects our emotions, how it affects our our mental health, right? And I'm not talking about, you know, people used to think that, you know, women that were having depression or um, different diagnoses were in his, hysteria because of the moon. And okay, yeah, it does, it, it does affect your emotions, but that doesn't dis discount true mental health 
disorders that may be around. And so I'm not going to talk about that per se, but I am talking about how um, the phases of the moon can actually lead into, if, you know, if you're susceptible to this, it could actually lead into seasonal affective disorder um, where you're having bouts of depression, right, based upon the moon cycle um, and our seasons and how that is affected. Um, the moon has the lunar cycle, let's say, lasts for 29.5 days, so 29 and a half days. And for women, the menstrual cycle on average is about 29 days. So yes, there is um, an alignment with your menstrual cycle and the lunar cycle. Okay, so for some, not for everyone, but statistically speaking, for some, um, there is this connection with the amount of days in your menstrual cycle and the amount of days of the lunar cycle. All right, so yeah, we it has an impact on our body. Um, the moon has an impact on the fluid um, and the liquid on this earth. So it's going to affect larger bodies of water, such as the tides, right? So the phases of the moon will affect the tides of the sea. Um, and then on a lower scale, that is not as observable, it could affect the fluid within our body. I will say that's debatable with some research. Um, some will say it can, some will say it won't. But I think I've given you uh, stories in the past about how I have witnessed this with patients, and with clients that I have treated, changes based upon the moon cycle in terms of their behavior. The light of the moon itself. So when we talk about charging your water, charging your crystals, charging your oil out in the full moon light, right? Um, charging it in the full moon, that indirect light source of the moon is giving off gamma radiation, gamma rays and cosmic rays. And so no, I can't give you the exact science of how it's changing the liquid or but I do believe that there could be an impact on the water um, and the fluids, even our bodies being underneath that moonlight. And if you've ever stood underneath a full moon, especially if you had an opportunity to do that at the beach, oh, the sensation of feeling that you have is just amazing. So if I choose to believe that, just as some may believe that water from a spring and the specific area of France is healing, then, okay, what's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference, right? Everything that we believe um, is a belief. It all has to do with faith. None of us truly know, now do we? I'm not going to go too much further into that. Um, but I do want to, before we part, um, give you a little bit more of an explanation on the Bible because I haven't mentioned it a few times in this episode and prior episodes. And uh, what I will say is, I believe that parts of it, of the Bible, came from our ancestors, came from what you would see um, on the walls in Kemet in Egypt, the hieroglyphics came from ancient texts that they're now just discovering, came from other stories of um, people that messengers that had came, healers, uh, and there's just an abundance of knowledge that was pulled together to put into this book and then sprinkled with agendas and then sprinkled with 
revisions and changes of text and languages and then we get what we get today. So that's why we don't completely discount it in my opinion. It took me a while to get there um, but we have to be careful of what we're reading. So I do want to share with you when you look at the text for instance the book of Mark they say that the book of Mark the first account of Jesus was written around 70 AD. Okay we're talking years and years and years, years after the death of Jesus as they have written in the Bible. So you have to imagine if it's 70, if it's 100 years, if it's 300 years later, how those stories have been changed, right? Like think back to the stories you hear about from your childhood or if you weren't living the stories of the civil rights movement and they could say whatever happened right? And let's just say that you are someone that believes in a confederacy. What story does that person hear versus the story of the person that may have ancestors that were enslaved here? The story is going to be quite different, right? So you have to at least accept the fact that there are some embellishments and there are some untruths. And we cannot read it and say, well, the Bible said, you know, you're not supposed to do that because it says right here. It doesn't always work that way in my opinion. There's some when you start this debate, and I usually try to avoid it, but hey, they've opened up that can of worms. So when you start this debate, some will bring up this scholar Josephus and the mentioning of Jesus um, in letters and that there are sources outside of the Bible that prove that Jesus lived. Well, um, if you look at that a little further, uh, I want you to research and let me see Jesus Ben Ananias, right? Jesus, middle name B-E-N, and last name Ananias, A-N-A-N-I-A-S, right? And so they talk about um, Jesus Ananias, who was um, a plebeian farmer and was four years before the first Jewish-Roman War, which was about 66 A.D., um, and you can find us online so you can Google it yourself. I went around Jerusalem um, prophesizing, was a leader, um, turned over to the Romans to be tortured, and he was uh, persecuted. He continued uh, his prophecy for seven years before being killed by a stone from a catapult from the Romans. His name is rendered Yeshua, and um, also he is known as Yahweh. <clears throat> so, <sighs> I am not trying to give someone a complete uh, shock or a heart attack or change. It. Like, I mean, for me, it was, I think I told you before, it was like learning about Santa Claus. So I don't want to do that to you, but I do want to awaken people. And that's one of my main reasons for being here to support you on your journey and also to maybe validate some of the things that you've been questioning and feeling. That person that I just read to you about, that Josephus wrote about, that doesn't mean that they don't carry that what some may call Christ conscious energy. That doesn't mean that they don't carry that, that that energy, that um, entity isn't real. Okay? Just know 
that everything that is told to you may not be exactly as it seems. I want you to also look up a few other deities that may speak um, similar, right? That may um, be a little bit similar to Jesus Christ as well as Mary. Um, and so I'm going to give you a few names and I want you to do the research yourself, okay? Because I do believe in that. Um, I want you to look up Mithra, Mithra, M-I-T-H-R-A, uh, Zoroaster, Z-O-R-O-A-S-T-E-R, of course, Horus, right, Horus, H-O-R-U-S, Osiris, O-S-I-R-I-S, Dionysus, D-I-O-Y, excuse me, D-I-O-N-Y-S-U-S, and then it, the list goes on, Krishna. Uh, and Anna, Serapis, right? Serapis, look up Serapis, S-E-R-A-P-I-S. I want you to look them up. And then I want you to, um, you know, look up the Greek legend uh, Zeus and Leda and Isis, right? Isis. Um, and, and I'll stop right there. That's probably enough, right? That's probably enough for you to research for for now, um, but I want you to take a look at that, okay, um, just for your own knowledge and understanding. There is a lot more that I want to share, but I think this episode has gone on long enough, um, and then maybe our next episode, we will talk about the Elohim, right, and I'll give you a little sneak peek into that, um, so when you look at the Bible in Genesis and it talks about, um, you know, that God made man in, its, in his image and likeness, right? That the text really said the gods made man in their image and likeness, okay? And you may recall that there are some passages that say, um, you know, you'll have no other gods but me. And so I want to talk a little bit more about that and the origin of that. And frankly, you know, when Adam and Eve conceived together and their children went off and got received wives, where did the wives come from? Who were they if everything just started with Adam and Eve? Where did the other wives come from? And why did God say you will, you know, worship, worship no other gods but me? Um, hmm. Other questions <laughs> that I've had that I had to get the answer to, and I will be sharing that with you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me, and thank you for allowing me to rant. I had to get that off my chest. I'm sorry, guys. I hope you appreciate it and know that it's coming from a place of love. And I have to now go fix my energy so that my vibration is not too low. <laughs> um, but I hope that was helpful, if not maybe just entertaining for you all. Come on over to Patreon. Um, I'll have some good stuff for us this week. Um, I hope that you join us over there. Uh, again, you know, I also do, I've added um, on Patreon how to get in contact with me um, if you want a um, life path session, uh, intuitive reading, um, having to do with healing and manifestation. You have some questions about life, you can set up a question, um, a session with me, and I'll 
would be grateful and honored to do that for you. All right, everyone, take care.